Yeah, yeah. You want to check the... You can just do a little check if you want. Cough button. Yeah. You can try it out. I can still I hear still you. Hear yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I've never had anyone use it before. What? So. It's yeah. so fun. I've never seen a cough button. Well, all right. Welcome back to the Radical Fabulatorium. I'm your host, John Adamian, and I'm sitting in the live booth now with Elise Boulanger from British Columbia. Hello, Elise. Hello, everyone. How Hello, are you doing? Jay. I'm great. Thank you. So this is your first time out east. Is that right? Uh, it's my second time, second time out east, but okay. it's my first time touring the Maritimes. Okay. But yeah. you said on your way in, you'd never been to St. John? Correct. Okay. Yeah. I'd been to Fredericton maybe eight years ago. Okay. Yeah. But you weren't playing there, you just visiting? No, I was, I was going to a political conference, actually. Oh, really? I flew okay. all the way out and then was there for maybe four days and from, then... Cool. From BC? Yeah. From Nanaimo? Yeah. Okay, Cool. So was that with the Green Party? Because you're kind of involved in politics, right? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, they thought, oh, we'll just let this like 18-year-old uh -huh. go to a conference and maybe it'll be a good investment. Yeah. And it was. I helped yeah. a few campaigns after that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, was that with Jenica Atwin by any chance? That... No, but I remember that name. Yeah. She won in Fredericton as part of the Green Party. She she has since moved to the Liberal Party, but right. it was a big deal when she won. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. No, it was just like a general national conference for the party and like restructuring, reorganizing and meeting like other young Greens as they're called. Okay, yeah. young Greens. Okay, cool. Yeah. I like that. Because that party is pretty active in BC, right? Uh, Yeah, more so than the other provinces for yeah. sure. Okay, cool. So uh, I know I know you're out here uh, promoting, I guess, your new EP. That's right, three-track EP. In part, yes. Yeah, The Blooming? Yeah. Yeah. So actually, it was the song Sun-Eyed that caught my attention when I first... Um, it was Jane from... Uh, is that World Peach Records? Yeah, yeah, indeed. So she sent me that track, and I was like, wow, that sounds really... I, I love the way the voice kind of bounced around, and it was kind of like a trippy, energetic song, but in a really chill way. I don't know. I, I guess you call it chamber pop. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Trippy, energetic way. Yeah. In fact... Uh, I, we once played a, a festival and someone <laughs> describing the sound of that. They're like, yeah, it's like, it's like, um, an ice age acid trip. <laughs> I'm like, what <laughs> are you, are you on an ice age acid trip? As, ice and age I just was not expecting those words to come out okay. of someone's mouth ever, but yeah, it kind of, yeah, you kind of said something in like a similar way. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's the good thing about music. People can find all these crazy words to describe how it makes them feel. Yeah. So that's really interesting. It's more fun describing it that way, I uh, think. Yeah, I think so. So is that a, that's a, that's a, um, a uh, what's the right word? That's a team effort, that EP? You worked with another yeah, songwriter? Yeah, I had recorded it and written it with uh, Sean Patton. He's okay. another songwriter from Nanaimo. Mm -hmm. And we actually had a mu music project called The Blooming. It was like a duo. Okay, cool. Um, but then... We split up. We were a romantic couple. Okay. And he really didn't want to like do music together anymore. It was mm -hmm. like done in all the ways possible. Mm -hmm. um, and so the music hibernated for some time. And I really like the songs. You know, you put so much effort yeah. and, you know, it's a piece of art. So I think it should be shared in one way or another. So then um, we published it with our own respective names, Elise Boulanger and Sean Patton. And then we called it. The blooming. Okay. That's kind of the metamorphosis of yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that's a great... I can actually relate to that because I did an EP with a previous girlfriend and the oh, same, yeah. same thing happened. Oh, we, yeah. We split up before before it was released and then we just decided like we should at least put it up there. Okay. Yeah. And you did. And we did, yeah. Oh, good. So that's kind of neat. Huh. Did How did you like release it? Like under what name? Mary Lied. Okay. That was the band name. Cool. Um, 
and we just put it out like that yeah. okay just great. up on Bandcamp. Yeah. yeah i'll have to listen yeah road so, trip music <laughs> yeah check it out yeah i could send you a whole list of wicked new brunswick bands if yeah, you want. yeah there's yeah, like sure. the, i think there's this fellow named jeremy and he has some sort of blog it's called like high low five fifty forty i can't even remember what it's called but okay he makes provincial playlists. Oh, really? Okay. Um, I remember when I was like submitting, you know, to playlists and so on and so forth, I found him and I was like, oh, these are great. Oh, really? And so every time I travel, like when I was in Alberta last summer, I listened to the Alberta one. Then we were listening to the Nova Scotia one. Cool. Haven't started listening to the New Brunswick one, but okay. yeah, it's just like a great way to, you know, listen to where Taken. you are. Yeah. I would love to actually, I might hit you up for his contact information because yeah. I'd love to see what's going on there. Yeah. I'll send it to you for sure. And that's interesting too, because just this morning I was listening listening to the playlist you curated on Spotify mm-hmm. for tunes in your area. Um, oh, yeah. It's Nanaimo, Nanaimo playlist. Yeah, yeah. It was really great. I was just kind of listening to it as background music, but okay. uh, I, I just, you know, it'll enter my rotation now. Yeah. But, uh, I thought that was a nice, I thought that was cool that you had that up on your Spotify page. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's like a cool thing. And I wish like tourism would really like get more into that because mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, it's such a cool piece of understanding a place and like what it sounds like, what it is, mm-hmm. and whether like you're exploring, you're like, where do I want to travel in the world next? And then mm-hmm. it like allows you to like hear and sense what it sounds like or what it could be like, mm-hmm. whether or not you actually travel there or not. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. You kind of get a sense of the people or the culture or the vibe that's going yeah, on. Yeah. So I don't know what like your reflections were from listening to that in the background this morning i'm uh, curious so i mean it was all in, to be honest it was background music as i was working so yeah. I, I wasn't able to like deep dive into it yeah but i really enjoyed the flow of the the music it sounded like traditional music mixed with uh contemporary music like okay that's how it sounded like there's one song in particular that sounded like it was um like first nations music mixed with like some sort of electronic uh, beat yeah. going on yeah and i thought that was really cool yeah that's it Lalem. La- what's the name it Lalem. it means Lalem? good okay. house yeah good they're house. like okay they're um a Sanaimuk based like Coast Salish fashion designer. Oh, and so okay. it's like this family and um, their mom like designs couture dresses and then the two daughters like help and they've been doing really great things like going to New York Fashion Week and wow. their father and brother are carvers. Mm-hmm. And so it's like this huge artwork family. Wow. Yeah. So they that's a, that sounds awesome, actually. Yeah. That's really, and they're finding success with it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're doing that's great. really cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, speaking of traveling, like, you're one to travel, right? You've, you've, I, I remember I was reading that you went to France to hunt down your family yeah, lineage. Yeah, that is correct. So what was that all about? Do you mind sharing that? Yeah, go for it. Um, yeah, I just think as like a settler Canadian, I find it so bizarre how there's this disattachment or like um, unknownness of like where you came from mm-hmm. before. Because obviously a lot of people who live in so-called Canada, that's they have a similar story, right? Mm-hmm. And so I just, I'm curious. I'm like, what happened to my family to make us come here? Mm-hmm. And so it's like a big uh, treasure hunt in a way. Okay. Yeah. You'll usually like go to, so with the France example, you'll like, I went to really small places that are actually called communes. That's just how they call their little small villages. Okay. And cool. so I'd go to like um, L'Hôtel de Marie, the town hall. And then some places they'd have really, really, really old books. And so I just sit there for hours like, reading the cursive and then writing it in French and then translating it after. Okay. Um, so yeah, you don't really know where you're going to end up. Wow. And you might find some dead ends, but um, yeah, I was able to actually, I've, I'm wearing a USB around my neck. Last night we were staying um, 
in PEI, and we're staying with my second cousin's um, who's since passed husband. And the second cousin, she was the one who like led me to where I should go to okay. find where her family came from France. So, yeah. So you keep that as a reminder. Well, just so I don't lose it because I just got it. Oh, you just got it. Yeah, wow. it's just a USB. He yeah. like took all the files from her computer okay. from her genealogy research. Wow. Um, and so yeah, <laughs> I'm just safekeeping it for now. Okay. Wow. So when you're literally in France, you're just kind of like going with the flow, like following threads. Like if yeah. you get some information, you go to this commune and yeah. Wow. Yeah, and just knock on doors, and it's super French there. And yeah. so you have to speak French, and that's the only way around it. way around it. And so, but you're not Quebecois French? No, not no, at all. Yeah, okay, no. so you're, you're France French? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, from Do, Alsace. Okay. Or Lorraine, rather, in Belgium. Okay, oh, from Belgium. Oh, cool. Yeah. Tintin. Tintin. Yeah. I don't know if that's where he's that's where the yeah, no, comics Tintin from. That's right, okay. Thing for sure. <laughs> you know, you got excited. <laughs> yeah, I did get excited. Well, it's more I'm stealing some some cred from my wife. She's okay. the, she's the Tintin fan. Okay. Shout but out I, to your wife. Shout out to my wife Kendall, yeah. But I can <laughs> pretend to be a Tintin fanatic. Yeah. So that's cool. So then did you did your journey stop because you came across a dead end or you just kinda like um, you found it all you wanted to find? In a way, uh I remember I, w- I found um well I went to like the town hall of a different place mm-hmm. and I was like no, like my family definitely lived here, but they couldn't like find any records for whatever reason. And there was like another young woman who had like the same last name as me. Not that that really means anything because, you know, names are, can lead to places or not. Yeah. And there's lots of people with the same last name. Anyways, and then I went behind to the cemetery, spent a lot of time in cemeteries. And I found, I found a gravestone that said Elise Boudanger on it, which was like, kind of creepy yeah your name yeah, <laughs> I like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so i just stood there for a while <laughs> yeah. and then uh yeah i eventually found one with like four ancestors on top of it okay and i was like oh yeah those are my like fourth great grandparents for sure wow and so i like tidied it up they have these little fences around them okay and then uh, in some places in the world um i know like germany and france for example if you don't pay a fee every 50 years or something then they'll just put a new body on top of the plot oh wow and so i was like oh i better make this look good (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to figure out how to pay for this plot but they're like we don't have any records of this plot i'm like but it's physically right here and there's like a headstone so that was kind of an interesting funny thing wow yeah that's really interesting so you gotta pay. You gotta keep your fees. Your yeah. Your uh, cemetery yeah, fees your up rent. to date. Your yeah. rent. Your eternal your rent. rent. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, that's interesting. So I'm. I, I, I kind of like to think about travel. So I want to ask you another question. <laughs> Go ahead. Were you down in Belize at one point? I wasn't. Yeah, in you Belize. Were, okay, making drums. Or were you like, yeah, okay, can you tell me about that? Because that must have been a cool experience. Yeah, so uh, it was during um, my time at university. I was doing a global studies degree. Okay. And so they really encouraged you to go globally and yep. learn things. And so um, I was on a scholarship called the Queen Elizabeth Diamond Jubilee, and it was specifically to support coastal resilience and coastal communities. Okay, cool. And so I was doing a sound production internship in a small village called Hopkins, which cool. is of a the Garifuna okay. culture. Garifuna, okay. Yeah. And um, so I was staying at a, a drum school Mm-hmm. So they have these massive drums, like the size of if you put your arms in a big circle and you touch your fingertips like that big and then mm-hmm. other smaller ones. So it's like really lively and exciting. Okay. And they're really talented and they just yeah. do their rhythms so fast. Um, Huge drum circles? Singing. 
No, no, not usually in a circle formation, actually. It's maybe okay. like two rows. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then sometimes there would be someone like playing the back of a tortoise shell, but cool. not as much anymore because mm-hmm. um, they're like a more sensitive species. Mm-hmm. But that was like part of the one of the traditional instruments there. Okay. And yeah, lots of really great singing. And they build the drums themselves? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I yeah. did see a little video yeah. that you had, you had Yeah, I made the on. drums. Yeah. 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 They can be uh, out of like rosewood or mahogany mm-hmm. typically, and then like white tailed deer and jungle vines to sew them all up. But wow. then you can also just make them out of like PVC pipe and like bright yellow rope. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I bet they sound nice, eh? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. That's really interesting. So you're down there as part of your global studies program, which was at the Vancouver Island University. Correct. Yep. And that kind of like combines your, because I know you're like a climate change advocate. Mm -hmm. So that kind of combines that with the music, right? Did that all come together cohesively? Like, was that kind of planned out? Um, In a way, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I just like my two main things in life are music and the environment. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. It was a synthesis of the two then it was as synth- well. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. And does that, inf- that obviously informs your songwriting? Yeah. Those experiences? Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. When I when I was in Belize there, I was trying to write a Radiohead song. Okay. On a driftwood log. And then, I don't think it sounds like a Radiohead song. It's my song, It Started in the Garden, okay. which is recorded. And you can, we can maybe play it as a, as a segue, but... Um, yeah, that's where that started. <laughs> okay. That's where the, you, you started writing that song there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was yeah. no garden around. <laughs> it just, so why do you call it, why do you say Radiohead? You just wanted to be Yeah, I just really like, Radiohead? I just really like Radiohead. Okay. I think and I was trying to make like repeating rhythms and things like that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was, I've had, I did hear that song earlier. Um, I'll cut it into the show cool. or maybe I'll start off the, the show with it. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to play Sun-Eyed for sure because that's that's probably like my favorite song off that EP. Mm. And I'm going to be selfish and play it. Great. <laughs> enjoy what you enjoy. Yeah, thanks. Um, but you're are you classically trained? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that a bit? Because I noticed your, vo- your vocal range and stuff is really interesting or, and the way you kind of like uh, express yourself like in the melodies. Is that something you feel is something you can dive into? Yeah, I don't, I'm not like super aware of where my voice moves up and down. Like in general, when I'm performing my original compositions under Elise Boudanger, mm-hmm. my voice is quite high okay. like compared to like most singers nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I have a, I have an expansive range, I would say. So yeah, I grew up doing like classical voice lessons through my childhood and adolescent years. And then I went to the Victoria Conservatory of Music for a couple of years. And so I have a diploma in voice okay and then but yeah i wasn't super taken by the whole operatic world i didn't like the repertoire Mm -hmm. as um much as i felt you should if you're going to pursue that as a life yeah so i was like i'm okay i learned some great stuff and Mm -hmm. then after that i focused on songwriting okay and then yeah but what influenced me from my classical background is probably just like the harmonies and the instrumentation for sure. So okay. when my band's playing with me, um, it's like a baby orchestra. Okay. Yeah. So you can kind of hear how that all pieces together. You or in a different way, kind of like, like uh, you can kind of like see each instrument is playing a specific role. Like tone. sometimes, yeah. 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 So when you say the the um, repertoire for opera music, 
is that because it's kind of like is it is it kind of like the same shows over and over or is there new opera pieces that would be being written well i think yeah like in europe um i think uh, in like holland for example th- there's like a lot of new opera there but i just mm-hmm. didn't like the sounds mm-hmm. i just didn't or this the harmonies or the songs enough to just want to sing them you know when you hear your favorite song and then you find yourself singing along with it i yeah. didn't have that you feeling, didn't have, okay. so cool yeah but the physical training would be obviously beneficial because yeah kind of singing is your whole body and yeah 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 big Mo- body awareness yeah yeah it's interesting so i started taking vocal lessons recently like a f- couple years ago to kind of yeah. overcome a fear and good it, it was really uh strange it was really intimidating actually really scary but what were you scared of if i may ask i'm just kind of shy in general and i'm also like most of my life i've been scared of most things like what what people think fair um and so uh yeah and and also i was just like growing up in high school i was like the kid who did really good on tests and everything so Uh i was like good at things right away Mm. so that combination was just really brutal yeah, yeah. Humble, the- humble yourself, but work through a fear. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so funny. So um, I'll, I'll teach music sometimes and some people will like work up the courage to like come for a music lesson like yourself. And mm-hmm. they've just been like, it's people have told them sometimes that they just like couldn't sing. And then yeah. that one person just like created their whole mental trajectory for years and years and years. And it's so sad because everyone can definitely sing and mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing to share yeah yeah i agree and actually so tonight i'm going to my second choir practice ever i was about to encourage that oh yeah yeah yeah. that's and that's why this choir started it's like a community choir a brand new one okay and uh that's one of the reasons the organizer started it's for people to get over exactly what you just said people who were told or have this scar in their their, their memory it's it's a big one and uh, just show up and sing and just like express yourself and he they always say the music will take care of itself you know like just mm-hmm. get used to being around people projecting your voice yeah and uh but it's really interesting because it's like a three-part harmony yeah and like most people listening to contemporary music the vocal is like the melody mm-hmm. and so that's kind of what you're singing along to but me and a couple other gentlemen are like in the the bass the lower range so it's like in my mind it's incredibly hard to like not follow along with the melody like we're we're doing like the bass notes and so like the melody might be rising while the bass notes going down like in a counter and i'm just like wow this is so hard on the mind it's so difficult the pull and the tension yeah, yeah yeah it's really interesting it's it's fun it's like a i don't know how to explain it but like you can feel it in your body when like things are maybe discordant and then they come into harmony on top of each other it's like it's a visceral feeling for me, at least. Do you find it's like it's like tension and release? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Or one of my favorite things to do is just like when you're in a choral setting, mm-hmm. is to just stop singing and then just close your eyes and listen. And it's like one of the most magical things in the world. Oh, really? Have you tried that? No, I haven't. Oh, you got to yeah. try it tonight. Okay. <laughs> I mean, or maybe at a later choir practice. <laughs> this is like, only the second one. Yeah. So people, but yeah, it's just like so beautiful. Okay. Yeah. So just kind of just soak it all in. Yeah, just, just like it. all the different resonances around you. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I will try that. There's only four of us in the bass section, so okay. and it is only our second practice. But yeah, I'll sneak that in sometime. Yeah, do 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 it. Yeah, sometimes it's nice just to uh, be in the moment. Yeah, I mean that's always the best. Yeah, really. or singing in a circle is way nicer than like singing in rows. I find. Oh really? Singing oh, in yeah. a circle? Yeah. Because you're fa- like you're facing. Yeah, each other? you can just like sense the. The harmonies and like the resonance coming out of people's mouths really way more yeah huh i never thought it's of a that. fun thing to try yeah ask okay. your director to try it one day singing a circle yeah okay i'm gonna write yeah. that down or like um if you're singing with somebody and you're singing the same part like you're 
fellow bass singer Mm -hmm. if your your heights your physical heights are similar and you're like your mouths are open Mm -hmm. and you're i don't know how far you need to stand from each other maybe i don't know 50 centimeters or so you can like feel the vibrations like coming out of each other's mouths and they'll like do this weird thing okay it's like this weird vibrational thing okay yeah but it's more of a feeling yeah you can just like you can sense that you're like doing the same sound wave okay yeah 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 the sound waves get in sync yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, exactly that makes sense. the sound yeah, yeah. waves get in sync yeah okay because the sine waves would amplify that's that's uh, okay that's interesting now that's yeah, fascinating fun things to try yeah okay so <laughs> i'll keep him i'll keep uh, listen out for the sine wave amplification um speaking of sine waves <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh i was oh, i was reading that you were kind of teaching yourself or overcoming the resistance to do some at-home recording is that oh, accurate oh yeah yeah that's accurate yeah, yeah. so I, I know a few songwriters who, who are resistant to at-home recording like yeah. to learning how to do it yeah so i just wanted to ask you about that was there because i studied audio engineering before okay. i even started writing songs uh, so i kind of like come at it from the other direction yeah so i'm just kind of curious at what what caused the resistance if it, I don't know. I just don't think I enjoy the process of like clicking stuff on a computer and like troubleshooting it all. Mm-hmm. I just like want to have fun and make something that sounds pretty. Yeah. Um, but like you can do so many amazing things with like a digital audio workstation. Yeah. Um, I think maybe I'm just like a bit too impatient for it. And I'd rather just someone that has that ease to like you know just have that conversation and go about and do with it but mm-hmm. it's good for like when you're preparing to like do a recording at home and stuff like that yeah for demoing or just getting ideas down on paper so to speak definitely yeah yeah so it's not something you'd pursue in like uh some people get that when they when they get a taste of it they like get obsessed with it mm, yeah i'd like to have that obsession yeah but it's not there <laughs> maybe it'll show itself eventually yeah i did um like i've done some like soundtrack stuff or like a what's called a theme open when okay. you have like a television show for example and oh, it's cool. the music that's being played with like on this episode of da 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 da, da and they list the characters yeah. yeah i did one of those for a haunting um tv sh- series okay and i like making like creepy music okay so that was enjoyable and i did that all myself at home so yeah cool yeah so that's like a legit gig you got a credit yeah 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 that's yeah. pretty solid i like the, it, i think i enjoy it more when it's like uh making something that's like not my elise boulanger music okay yeah so but you okay so it's just kind of like not connected to your singer songwriter yeah stuff. precisely okay yeah um are you working on a new album or anything uh yeah I'm in the process of it, and I'll be finishing the recording at the end of October. At the end of October, yeah, it's a it's a climate change related album. Sweet, and it's going to be called O Earthling. O Earthling, yeah. Oh, that's a nice name. O comma Earthling. Okay, as we all are. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, there's um topics uh like forest fires and climate change in general, and like a little bit of like ocean acidification. Mm -hmm. Um. But that creeps me out to be honest. Ocean acidification. (laughs) <laughs> well you can't see it and it's like eroding all the little crustaceans and mm-hmm. stuff especially in this part of the world right yeah um so yeah i'm gonna be releasing that in 2024 2024 that. my goal for this year was to finish that so okay. yeah when i get back home from this tour that's where my focus will be awesome so we'll be looking out for that in yes. 2024 yeah okay cool um yeah so so it'll be mostly climate climate change focused so it'll have a nice message to the to the mm-hmm. music mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, 2024, is that coming out on um, on Jane's label? 
Okay. Uh, no, right. no. Uh, I'll just probably just self-release it. Self-release yeah. it? Okay, yeah. cool. Was she helping you book the tour at all? Or Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. She primarily booked most of the maritime tour. Nice. Yeah. That's a big job, booking on the other side of the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've booked some, some of my own tours in Western so-called Canada, but mm-hmm. I was just a little bit too busy, so I'm happy to have had the help. Yeah, helps big. Yeah. yeah it's nice. Yeah. So, uh, so where have you been in the maritime since you've been here? Since I've been here in the Maritimes, I flew into Halifax and then played a show in New Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the people there were really nice. They played at a spot called the Shoebox Cantina. Oh, cool. Do you know about that? No, place? I don't. Yeah. No. It's like uh, they also have a recording studio and then they have like a bar restaurant that used to be owned by someone else, but then they put it up for sale. So then they created it to be the shoebox cantina and so okay. they have a really nice stage at the back of the room so everything's like looking down uh like a vertical room or a you know passageway room rather mm-hmm. um and they have like uh, audio engineers who usually work in the studio who will do the sound cool um so that's nice, nice. yeah so, so you're taken good care of there that's nice do they record the sets as well uh yeah if you want they can do that for you and like do video and stuff okay cool yeah and then I was going to play in Dartmouth, but that's been postponed um, because of the hurricane, yes. but that's all good. Okay. And then, um, yeah, I'll have played in Fredericton and Perth Andover, and then I'll go to Wolfville and then end in Dartmouth. Yeah. Cool. And then fly out to Halifax? Yeah, precisely. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Wolfville's nice. Have, it's like a small, I shouldn't say, well, it's kind of a small town, but it's a university town. Okay. So it's probably pretty vibrant right now. Yeah. 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 Acadia University is there. Yeah. 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 So that's pretty, and you're touring just as a solo act, right? Yeah. Okay. I find it usually, it's easier to tour as a solo act before mm-hmm. you like bring your whole band in because it's like a big, yeah. big investment. Big investment. For sure. And you normally have a cello player in the in the band? Yeah. So yeah. when I'm solo, I'll sing and play the ukulele and the piano. And then um, building upon that will be cello and then violin and then percussion. Okay. So with some samples as well as a drum kit. Okay. And then recently have been playing with a stand-up bassist. And then oh, nice. sometimes there's a trombone, but oh, cool. um, yeah. That's a nice always. ensemble. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah, I can see that being, you know, getting the double bass and the cello out out here. Would you rent instruments or would they bring their own instruments uh, with them? Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to ask them. Yeah. I mean, I rented a keyboard out here and I just, and like a mic stand mm-hmm. and brought my ukulele. I don't know. People are pretty like precious with their instruments and yeah. like the touch of them and how they feel. But yeah, it can make a big difference. I, yeah. What do you, have you, um, have you interviewed many bands that have been on tour in the Maritimes since uh, working at the radio station? Mostly local bands so far. Yeah. yeah. Um, I interviewed one band from actually Victoria, BC, but that was at Google uh, Google yeah. Meet or whatever. Okay. Awesome band, actually. Ex-Cowboy. You ever heard of them? No, I haven't. They're like a punk rock kind of shoegazy band. Okay. Yeah, they're really cool. Nice. Um, they have good messages in their music too. Good. And um, yeah, but not, my old band used to tour Canada a bit, so oh, I've, good. I've done that whole thing, carrying yeah. around precious instruments, hoping that no one breaks into the vehicle into the vehicle and takes yeah. them so yeah yeah so far so good yeah i had one person say that not many people come and play in the maritimes it, i found that interesting so i keep wanting to ask people who live here about that yeah it's tricky yeah so well it's interesting about new brunswick is because there's kind of like a buzz going on right now oh the population's going up okay. and um covid kind of like made that um happen quicker 
And so St. John in particular... Like the pop because people are having babies, you mean? Uh, that Well, families are moving here from Ontario and BC because of the affordability. Oh, okay. So a lot of people came out here and when the remote work thing was kind of happening. Yeah. Um, so like if you look at the graph for statistics in New Brunswick, the population is like straight line, decline, straight line, then boom, just like a hockey stick oh. of like <laughs> thousands, tens of thousands of people. Wow. Um, which of course has its challenges. Mm -hmm. But in the same time, it's created this kind of like uh, optimistic bubbling up okay and so there's a bunch of cool like music happening there's a bunch of um immigrants have come here opening cool restaurants and in grocery stores yeah and uh so the vibe is really interesting but it is true a lot of people will stop at quebec city okay and they'll consider that like the east coast of canada and uh, st john specifically even gets skipped over even if someone stops in new brunswick it's usually like fredericton moncton yeah and then they go on to halifax yeah they don't swing down to st john um but that, I feel like that's changing. Yeah, it's not that far from Fredericton. No, it's really not. No. no. It's like 50 minutes, 60 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's really quick. Yeah. Yeah. And there are venues opening here more and more, so. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you about a word, actually, because I, I, I saw this again. I was I was kind of doing some research. Yeah, you're doing good on the research. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kudos. It's fun. This is the best part about yeah? interviewing people. Kind okay. Of like, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, Waldlust. Waldlust. Uh, how do you say that? Walt? I think it's Waldlust. Waldlust. Okay. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, as I understand it, it's a German <laughs> word, okay. which means like lust for the forest. Walt okay. meaning woods or forest and lust meaning lust as we know in the English language. Okay. Um, I don't remember where I would have said that now, but I know that I spoke about that word, Waldlust. Yeah. Um, I don't mean to put you on the spot. Oh, no, it's, it's good. I love words. I think okay. they're so cool. Um, and I, yeah, it's just like a love for the forest. And we don't necessarily have a word for that in the English language. So okay. I like uh, learning those other words that English doesn't have mm -hmm. because they're often so very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great one because, uh, yeah, I've talked to a few local artists who that's, that's kind of where they get the inspiration. They walk in the woods. Mm. And that's kind of how they describe it. Like, I just go for walks in the woods. Yeah. But I guess that one word would summarize that whole thing. It. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, cool. What about uh, deep cultural mapping? Is that still a thing you do? <laughs> <laughs> you're getting annoyed. You're like, job. man, who is this guy, right? <laughs> Be prepared if you're getting interviewed, everyone. Uh, deep cultural mapping. Yeah. So that's the thing I did once. I uh, was part of a research project and it was really great it brought together a bunch of different professors different uh educational backgrounds fields of studies mm -hmm. and different students and okay. so there was like the planning department geography um I can't remember the other ones now, but basically it was a project to go to uh, smaller cities. Mm -hmm. This was specific, specifically happening on Vancouver Island where I live. Yep. And um, various community members would be interviewed. So like yourself mm -hmm. and I'd ask you, how, why do you feel connected to this place? So if you right now had to answer that question for where we are in the world right now, what would you say? Uh, I would say I feel connected because of this radio station, actually. Yep. Yep. Because uh, I used to work in, like, heavy industry. Okay. And uh, I went from, like, music, heavy industry, back to music. Uh, and um, I was kind of, I'm kind of a recovering cynic, to be honest. So, if you had asked me this 18 months ago, I'd probably give you a pretty depressing answer. Fair. Uh, but I've kind of changed my, my okay, thinking. Okay, recovering cynic. I'm a recovering I like cynic, that. yeah. 
You're listening to Recovering <laughs> Cynic on. <laughs> um, yeah, so so various people would be asked that question. And then so with like uh, GIS software, there would be a map created. Okay. And so the university in this particular building, it would have like a little pin. Uh-huh. And so if you were checking out a community like St. John, for example, then you'd click on it. And then like a video of you would appear saying exactly what you just said. Okay. And then it would allow people to like have an opportunity opportunity to explore a particular place um, through a different perspective so someone's like really personal perspective versus like the tourism of saint john's top 10 places to eat and go walk it's you know it's just different yeah um it's more personable and so um it was with the idea to try and like revitalize and strengthen a smaller city Mm -hmm. and so we did that in three different places and then um yeah, I think it was part of someone's PhD project or something. Cool. And then I later did like a little video summary about that project. Okay. Through the um, social science recover. Oh my gosh, humanity story, storytellers challenge, right? Yeah, through the um, Canada like Humanities and Research Council. Mm-hmm. Yeah, SSHRC. It seemed really cool. So yeah. that was that. That was like technology someone was trying to to spin into like a. Something you could use across the country? Yeah, yeah. like a model, like for a sure. Model. And wow. I don't know what happened after it. Because I thought it was super cool. Yeah, it was. It seemed really cool. Yeah, we, yeah, it was done in the communities of Nanaimo, where I'm from, Port Alberni, and I think Comox. Cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll put a little asterisk, because maybe I'll follow up on that. Because I thought it was, re- again, kind of what you just said, if you could click on it and then get like a personal yeah. little snippet, like yeah. an anecdote of what's yeah. going on. That's so interesting to me. Such a great way to... Uh, because it was GIS software, right? Definitely. Okay, cool. I'll check yeah. that out. Where is That's, here? It was a called. Where is here? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Where is Here project? Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of fascinated by people who... Have you ever read the book Range? Have you heard of that book? Nope. So it's this professor that did a book studying people who kind of like... There's always that debate between like out of high school, go get a job right away, stick in your field, and like years later you develop your career. Mm-hmm. And then other, but then there's lots of people who bounce around who do things like in chunks of time, and sometimes they like get hard, they're, they're they're down down on themselves or like someone might be like saying you know pick something and stick to it. Mm-hmm. But the whole book is kind of like pinpointing all these interesting people who took seemingly unconnected areas of expertise, and then later in their life when they were maybe thirty, forty, or fifty, it all just like comes together nice. and turns into some huge. Like he uses Van Gogh as one of the big oh, examples. Okay. Of someone who, and he started painting like later in life. Yeah. After trying all these failed businesses and stuff, um, and it sounds like you jump around like from from place to place like that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I thought that was interesting. I like learning. That was that was for university more so that one. But um, yeah, I like learning, and there's so many curious things to check out in the world. Yeah, tons of curious things. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Well, I, I I do have one other. I don't know. I'm I don't know. Maybe I did too much research. Am I making? Am go, I for no, okay. go for it. No, go for it. Because, like I said, this is kind of selfish. I kind of enjoy learning myself. Yeah. No. Um, great. We, that's what we just said. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I noticed. I think you just left the position as program coordinator. <laughs> that's right. Right. This is yeah. At the yeah. at the uh, Mid Island Métis Nation. Yeah. Which I Yeah. Okay. Great pronunciation. And. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. So you were helping you were helping bring people into post secondary education. Yeah. Okay. So a specific. Well, it was yeah for indigenous students. Yeah. Um, that were interested in transitioning to post secondary education. If that was like something that they wanted for themselves. Okay. And so I would just like 
meet them where they were at and let them know of various resources that okay. could like help them choose classes or understand like what jobs were there or like funding and things like that. And when you say transition, does that like does that mean because they're like they've gone to a school system on their 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 land and now they want to get into like university what does that mean by transition um just like if you went to elementary school if you went to high school then you go to university but uh well for indigenous students there's mm-hmm. you know less graduates statistically speaking so okay. just giving those supports because of you know past histories yeah. and there being like a difficult relationship with education and like formal education yeah and things like that so um yeah that could be someone who like didn't finish elementary school or is still finishing high school or someone who's okay graduated and lived life doing certain things but now they want to go back to school okay yeah that's really cool lots of various stories okay that's interesting because when i was in fred i lived in fredericton for a little bit Mm -hmm. and i didn't like i was totally like 100 percent ignorant to the divide in the education like i was in my early 20s yeah and just but i remember we played a couple shows at the high school on the reserve in fredericton Nice. And like I'm not even. What's it called again? Is I, it start with a B? The one that starts with a B? I honestly can't even okay. remember. Like, okay. So I guess I'm still pretty ignorant to it. Yeah. But I just remember, th- like, I, it had never even entered my mind that there was like, again, this is like yeah, my early 20s. It hadn't even entered my mind that they were like that there was a high school there, and that like I just felt so disconnected from it. So mm-hmm. until we went into the building and played. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, like, why does it feel like it's like tucked away over here? I don't like the whole thing is like not talked about. Well, it's great you went uh, in and played. Yeah. Well, we got invited to play. But great. Yeah, some band, some kids who liked us. Cool. That's great. Yeah. So I, anyway, so I, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I was just kind of curious that uh, that's, that seems like that was a nice role for you to be doing to help people get into secondary education yeah. or post-secondary education. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I, I got that job because I attended a Dreamcatcher making workshop. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> I know. That's awesome. It's my favorite hiring story. <laughs> so... Go into that further. What do you mean? You were well, you signed up for the yeah. class? Uh, yeah, they're just like different cultural workshops. And I think I was following the newsletter. And then, you know, we're just weaving, the, um, putting string in the hide around the, the ring of the dream catcher. And then I was just overhearing that they needed someone to do this job. And I was like, well, I could I could use a job. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I prepared my resume and everything. Yeah. And I don't even think it was looked at. <laughs> and then I just started off there. Wow. Yeah. That's one of those uh, serendipitous yeah. encounters, right? Yeah. That's cool. Time and place. Yeah, that's awesome. Dream catchers. And did you keep the dream? Did you make a dream catcher? I did. And yeah. then I accidentally um, snipped part of it. So now it's in like the form of like a sickle moon. So I'll, I'll fix it one day. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Still looks nice, though. <laughs> That's awesome. So you had that position for a couple of years, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah, well, I, I kind of like people with stories like yourself kind of all over the place. Uh, yeah. Or at least it seems like that to me. Yeah, I mean, fair. Yeah, yeah. Which is like right up my alley, so. All right, cool. So you got a new album coming out in 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in the Maritimes right now. Indeed. Um, people may be listening to this into the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so they will have perhaps not had a chance to see them see the shows but you'll be playing in bc i imagine uh, in the yeah. coming months uh i don't know actually i'm gonna focus more on recording in the coming months okay yeah more so in 2024 2024 yeah when the album hits yeah actually i might be playing a festival in october so that's kind of a lie now okay. that i think about it but yeah festival can be yeah an i'm trying to perform less okay and, work, and focus more on the recording okay. side of things and you'll probably hit the road when the album comes out potentially, potentially. yeah 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 I'll see where I'm at at that time. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, you can let us know um, with a little bit, like we're, we're trying to get into the habit of doing live artists in the room next door. Okay. 
So like a kind of a tiny desks knockoff, yeah, yeah. you know? So if the timing is right, you can drop us a line. Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah, we can I do will. that. <laughs> um, where's the best place for people to check out your music or get in touch with you? Well, wherever they like to listen to their music, whether it's on Spotify or YouTube or Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. Um, my website is elisboulanger.com. E-L-I-S-E-B-O-U-L-A-N-G-E-R.com. Um, and yeah, if they want to get in touch with me, uh, you can send me a message on Instagram okay. <laughs> or uh, Facebook or email or whatever you want. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Awesome. So you heard it here, folks. Check out the dot .com. Let's support dot .coms and Bandcamp. I really enjoy Bandcamp. Yeah. Let's support Bandcamp. <laughs> Not sponsored or anything. Just saying. All right. Thanks a lot for coming in. And thanks Lisa, for it was really nice me. to talk to you. Awesome. <laughs> okay.